to the DIY Animation Show, where we get to the heart of what it means to be an independent animator. I'm Lauren Morse. And I'm Jessica Dahl. Together with our guests, we'll explore tips, tricks, the psychological, the fundamental, and above all, how to make whatever you can with whatever you've got. From the keys to the breakdowns and everything in between. The timing's right to do it yourself. Let's get rolling! We come to the end of our spectacular interview with the inimitable Jim Lujan. But fear not, Jim has some last few uber useful tips and encouragement for you. Yep, Jim's been great with the DIY tips. And if you want to catch up on the first and second parts of this interview, you can find the links at oatleyacademy.com forward slash go forward slash DIYA4 for part one and oatleyacademy.com forward slash go forward slash DIYA5 for part two. How convenient. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Quite so, quite so. Yes. In this episode, we talk about the life and times of the Ghettomation podcast. More tips for recording DIY audio. And the most vital thing Jim feels a DIY animator needs. Jim's indomitable spirit and ability to focus on what he likes has enabled him to unapologetically make whatever he wants to make, however he wants to make it. His reward is a deep joy and excitement in his heart that shines through all of his work. That is the best. And he also has a kick-butt attitude to boot. So No lie. No lie. <laughs> <laughs> so all that being said, it's time to begin part three of this interview. Let's get the final round started. Ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny, like I said, it, it'll be a mix because, I mean, some people are DIY animators, but they're working on they're working for DreamWorks, you know, but the, and they're not. Mm. They want like they are into DIY, but they probably don't have time to do some of their own stuff. That's where I think that's. I don't ever want to be in that position. Yeah, same. I just always want to be making stuff that I want to make more than working on anyone else's things. Exactly. And I don't know if this is going to be super creepy weird, but that stems from listening to the Ghettomation podcast way back. Wow. Yeah. Hilarious. A friend of mine at uni introduced me to it. In fact, he introduced me to podcasts in general. I was like, what are these things? And, uh, yeah, he was like, oh, there's there's one, there's these two guys, and they talk about, like, it's called Ghettomation. And <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that sounds cool. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, the seven sweet sciences. <laughs> and I, I realized, like, I listened to the episode not too long ago, and I realized that I still was kind of carrying that with me. That's awesome. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to tell Kevin that. Yeah, do you? He'll be so excited. He'll be so excited. Yeah, and you know what those... Those seven sciences or whatever, I couldn't, I couldn't quote them, but, but, but <laughs> I, I believe in them. <laughs> That's all true stuff. Yeah, it's the kind of thing that you just kind of absorb rather than like specifically remember, I think. That's awesome, yeah. I'm shocked awesome. that you guys know of the, 
uh, Ghetto Mission podcast. That's really cool. Yeah. What kind of prompted you and Kevin to start the Ghetto Mation podcast? Um, well, Kevin Cross and I, and Kevin's an amazing artist. Yes, he is. We would always talk about animation. And Kevin at the time was working on an animated short for his Monkey Mod project. And because Kevin had experienced podcasting, I had none. And we just decided, you know what? We have all these great conversations about, you know, do-it-yourself animation. Let's what well, we should put these out there because it might inspire some other people to do their own animation. And so we did. And along with Kevin and then later on Raul Aguirre Jr., yeah. we just all started talking about do do it yourself animation and with the hopes of like, hey, like to inspire other people to do their animation. But what I found was I was listening to Kevin and Raul talk about animation. And I found myself as a as a spectator because they have such um, they both have really good knowledge when it comes to classical animation, mm. and I don't. So I would be there, sitting there, listening, going, "Really? They did? Wow!" You know. <laughs> um, and and I would chime in with my own because all my my experience is my experience. That's all I have, you know, of of my. And this is sacrilegious, but I'm much a much bigger live action fan than I am an animation aficionado. Really? Yeah, I know way more about live action films than I do animated films. Mm. Um, the one, the animated films that I love, I mean, that I like, I love, you know, I really like a lot the ones I do know about, but I mean, I, I think especially working with Bill Plimpton, that's helped my knowledge. He's like a encyclopedia for that stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, but, but both Kevin and Raul had such really uh, vast knowledge of, of animation history and, and it was really cool listening to them on my own podcast too. <laughs> so <laughs> I, that's kind of why we stopped doing it too. Cause I found all of us were, well, for one, we were all getting pulled different directions cause we were busy, mm. but at the same time I kind of felt like, well, I'd much rather listen to the DIY animation podcast than, <laughs> than create my own podcast, you know? And plus I want to go out and make cartoons. So, yeah, but it was fun. It was really a lot of fun to do that. Yeah. Oh, it's really good. And I'm really glad that you guys did share it with the world. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Because uh, when when I listened to it, it was, I think, maybe just before I had to do my final film for university. And uh, it came at just the right time because we had what felt like a really short deadline and a really huge mountain to climb. And uh, when you distilled it down to the seven sweet sciences, <laughs> I was like, this this is absolutely the heart of all you need just to get going. And it kind of made me feel like as long as I kind of covered those bases, then everything else that I could achieve was kind of icing on the cake, as it were. Thank you. And what we hope to do with that, too, is it's kind of timeless. So yeah. it could be out there floating around and somebody could hear it years later and be inspired. And that's kind of what we hoped because there's people out there that I would listen to and I, I was inspired by um, a long time ago, back in the 20th century. <laughs> um, there's a guy named Bob Seska that did a thing called Camp Chaos, which is early, early, early flash animation when it first, it's early, early, early internet period. Mm. And, um, and that was a guy that I would listen to every week. And it was before, I, I don't even think the term podcast existed. I don't even know if the iPod was out, <laughs> but, but he, he would do these shows and I love listening to that guy and he was really inspiring to hear him talk about his projects and how he was working on a music video for 
Metallica or something, you know. Wow. Yeah, and and so I figured, well, we'll do this. I don't know how long it'll last, this podcast, but we'll put it out there and it'll have its own life of its own, you know. The ironic thing is, because um, <laughs> early on I called my my style of animation ghettomation, mm. and I still, I mean, it's a good, it's a great adjective for my style. I love it. I, <laughs> I like it too, but I stopped calling my company or my official, you know, presentation ghettomation. And the only reason I did that is because. You know, when I think about it, for one, you know, I want some guy that's not from the ghetto calling himself ghetto mation. <laughs> you know, I'm from the hard streets of West Covina where we we have two malls, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's like, OK, I, I realized early on, OK, I'll I'll keep it as an adjective, but I won't really officially call my stuff that. But um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And, and that's really nice. So I'll, I'll pass along the word. They'll be very. Yeah. They do. That's cool. Kevin Cross is a big punk rock guy. Cool. And I realized very soon after talking to Kevin that my animation style is a very punk rock animation style because it's kind of equivalent to three chords and just, you know, (laughs) (laughs) it's just, it's just get out there, do it, you know, uh, and like you said, swagger, attitude, the whole bit. Mm. Um, yeah, I put that in my animation, but I don't walk around the street like that. <laughs> <laughs> I will now, though. Thank you for that compliment. Yeah, you totally should. I'm going to get into a bar fight today. <laughs> yeah, I think we're actually coming to uh, the end. Dun, dun, dun. Um, or wait, what's a more like uplifting end sound? Because that sounds kind of like, <laughs> like, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Just like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's like a fanfare, like ba ba ba. Oh, that's go. pretty good. That, that's that's a lot better. That's a lot better. Okay, so da, 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 final question. <laughs> <laughs> we've just we've talked about so many fantastic things from uh, Revengeance and Gettomation and even just festivals and just and gosh and all of your short films and just it's all been amazing. So for the final question, what do you think is the one most vital thing? that a DIY animator should have? Okay. Um, I think it would be a good idea. Yeah? Yeah, literally a really good idea because it starts with that. Rather than the tools and all that that stuff. If you get a good idea, then you'll really believe in it and then you'll – the rest will follow. That's so good. And with the parentheses of passion – (laughs) <laughs> and passion. Idea and passion. A passionate idea. Ooh, it's also really good. It's also a good title, right? <laughs> that could be the uh, the title of this interview. That's Jim- the adult, adult animation show. <laughs> passionate idea. It could be construed in uh, multiple ways. <laughs> but no, that's it's just it's so true. It's just like it's really easy to get hung up on the idea of um, the techniques and how you need to go about something to do it properly. And do it like right, quote unquote. So it's just like it's mm. it's really nice just to be like, hey, nah. And again, kind of like we talked about before, what do you think strong idea entails? Again, is it just the uh, it's that focus and what's a strong idea like for you, right? I think I think it's something internally that you believe in enough to fight with yourself to make happen. So when you're feeling lazy about something, it's a good enough idea to push you to that extra step. You know, uh, if, if you're normally shy about showing it to people, it, it's an idea that's strong enough to 
that you want to present, that you feel needs to be seen. So it's really an internal thing. A good idea is an internal thing, an idea that you believe in. Um, and it, I think it all begins from there because otherwise then you're just animating to animate, which is fine. But, you know, if you're going to sit in a room full of people, you want to either make them laugh, cry or angry. <laughs> I guess you'll make them angry. You just show them something with no purpose. Maybe that'll make them angry. But <laughs> right. if you want to show them something uh, to make them angry, just you know, stay at the back of the room by the door, potentially like, OK, and here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it all starts with an idea. I think that's the most important thing. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I'm sure you're going to get that question and somebody's going to say a T square. <laughs> and we'll be like, what's a, and I'll be like, please explain. I don't. <laughs> a cintiq. I... <laughs> a cintiq is the most important thing, which is fine. <laughs> but that's, that is a brilliant answer. That's really good. That's good. I think. Did I pass the interview? Man. <laughs> yeah. Man. You pass with flying colors. Like you... flying so high. Amazing. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like starting with the idea is such an important thing. Um, because it, it really highlights that it doesn't matter what, what you make it with. It's just somehow getting it out there mm-hmm. and feeling like you have something to communicate. You see, you said that so much better than no, I did. No, no, I think... I think it's the British accent, though. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned way back at the start that you have like a bunch of resources that you like to use. Did you want to detail a couple of them? Yeah, well, like earlier I mentioned the recording on the iPhone. Yeah. That's good. It's also good for recording sound effects. There's a tip. So Mm. if you need the sound, yeah, if you need a sound, a certain sound of a car door or an interior ambient sound of a car or any kind of sound effect, um, use your, your phone to record it. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a really good trick to do. What else would there be? Uh, Google images. (laughs) That's huge. (laughs) Also, anything that works for a comic book artist or an illustrator, you can apply that to animation, too. So any resources that they use, you know, will always work, usually work for an animator. So that's another thing. Yeah. We're, we're, we're um, kind of we're like kissing cousins with comics and, and illustration. Animation is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It just seems like we have that uh, that element of time in there. Not that I mean, comics does, too. But it's like we're like we're literally melded to time in terms of uh taking the audience along at like at a designated pace you know yeah for sure sure with the um uh with the sound by the way and the sound effects which is really like that's such a great idea again because you can tailor the sound effects to how you want instead of just looking for like a free sound effect online which are really good but it's like if you want that level of um like if you like, if you want to get it just like a certain way or something like that then you can just do it yourself mm. in terms of like the audio files would you recommend a certain like audio file like mp3 or wave or does it really matter it matters when you're working with bill plimpton and his studio (laughs) because they they need the highest quality audio files so they Uh use we've been using waves they don't use mp3s now jim lujan and his ghettomation world um (laughs) i love mp3s you know I, i use them all the time but uh i think in the in the real world in hollywood land it's uh they use whatever the highest quality, AIFF or Waves. Uh, Wave files is like the safe bet, I think. But uh, but just like whatever works, you know, because all that really matters is when you're playing it in front of an audience or if it's online, if the quality sounds good, 
I don't think people can tell. Oh, that's an e- you used an MP3 there. I hate your movie. How, how dare you use that MP3? I'm offended. <laughs> MP3 technology. <laughs> they just leave the theater. You're just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a mic right now, I would drop it. <laughs> yeah, oh, it, that's so funny. It oh. never matters. It just, whatever works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really great. So, Jim, thank you so much for being on our show. Yeah, it's super cool to meet you in person after having seen how prolific you are. Thank you. It's just mm-hmm. amazing to get chatting. Thank you. Yeah. Where can people find you and your work? Uh, if you go to jimluhan.com, L-U-J-A-N, I have links to everything there. Um, I will say YouTube, my YouTube channel is probably the best place to find my actual work. I'm always looking for subscribers, so... Uh, go awesome. for it. If you just search Jim Luhan, uh, you'll find me. And my username, I think, is Jim Luhan, all one word. Where else? Um, oh, you can give me money on Patreon. I think I have an account. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> can, where else? If you want to find out more about Revengeance, go to revengeancemovie.com. And um, other than that, uh, you can just look for me on the DIY podcast. I'll be here every week, I think. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So I want to say thank you so much for having me on the show. I really do appreciate it. It was a really good time. And I hope more independent animators come on this show. Yeah, thanks. It's been great having you on here. Um, I've certainly had a blast just geeking out about DIY. And it's been great to speak with someone who's so passionate about there being more DIY animation. It's just brilliant. Thank you. And and I'm glad you guys had the podcast and I really hope it goes well. Nah, thank you so much, Jim. Yeah, thank you so much. Seriously, like, it has been a pleasure talking with you and just having uh, having you on the show. I just, it, it, it has been really, really fantastic. Yeah. I, my pleasure, and I'm honored to be on. Thank you. Jim Lujan has left the building. And is currently crowd surfing his way down the street to a bar where he can put his swagger to use. (laughs) Man, what a cool guy. (laughs) It's exactly like Yoda. (laughs) He's super rad. (laughs) Thanks so much, Jim. It was super refreshing talking with you and your insights and hacks have been invaluable to say the least. I feel like I've gained about 50 levels in DIY mastery. It's true. Same here. Uh, I've actually been using my phone to record sound effects and voiceovers since the interview. Yay! Yeah, no, it's been fantastic for uh, for my workflow. And thank you, Jim! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I cannot wait to see what this unstoppable force of a guy does next. Mm -hmm. It's going to be good. Right? Oh my gosh. So during the interview, Jim talked about how a good idea can be the most powerful asset in your DIY animation toolkit. So we would like to know, what does a good idea mean to you? We're really excited to hear your thoughts. So come to OatleyAcademy.com forward slash go forward slash DIYA6 and share your thoughts with us in the comments or comment on anything else that spoke to you in this episode. Yeah, certainly for myself, I was... I've been mulling it over since the interview and something that really spoke to me, mostly from part one and a bit in part three, was when Jim was saying about artists going on the strength of their ideas. And it occurred to me that 
I don't think those ideas even need to be completed necessarily, as in completed to the final, finished, shiny, polished project with all its bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. You know, if, if an idea is good, it will communicate even in animatic form or colour script form or whatever. So I think that is to say, don't feel it has to be completely finished to be of worth or to communicate. If it's the idea that is the core and it's strong, then the idea will shine through regardless of how the project itself looks. That's a really great observation. So it sounds like pretty much the idea sets the foundation. So if you have a good idea, then you have a really strong foundation for everything else to build off of. Yeah, exactly. It's just like putting paint on the walls of a house, you know. Mm -hmm. A house is still going to look impressive, even if it's not covered in shiny purple paint or (laughs) sparkles in the windows you know yeah totally yeah it's like whether it's shiny purple paint or like a black or something like that yeah (laughs) yeah if that foundation's there then like it'll it'll look good it'll it'll work yeah nice yeah it'll still come across as a house it's just that kind of stuff just kind of tells you just a little bit more about the house but it's not essential to it performing its function and communicating Aw, i like that it's really nice (laughs) thanks If you've enjoyed what you've heard on this episode or any other episodes of the DIY Animation Show, please consider going to iTunes and giving us a rating and a review. While you're there, you can also subscribe and stay up to date on all the new episode releases. Yeah, do it. Thanks for joining us this episode. Tune in next time for more special guest interviews, insights, and of course, geeking out about animation. Heck yeah. Until then, follow your heart and have fun animating. Woohoo! We'll see you next time. Bye. The DIY Animation Show is a production of the Oatly Academy of Visual Storytelling. We're your hosts, Jessica Dahl and Lauren Morse. Our producer is Chris Oatley. Our assistant producers are Anya Marcos and Ejua Ebeneba. Our mix engineer is Zijan Yan. Our theme music was provided by Azure Flux. Subscribe at DIYanimation.show. Find more art and story podcasts featuring insights from some of the most inspiring voices in animation, games, vis effects, comics, and children's books at friendsofdiya.com. We'll see you next time. On to part three, let's get the final round started. Ting ting. Let's get this final round started. Ting ting. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine like all these crazy like um let's get the final round started or like like all these like variants of that one line and then it just gets the same like ting ting or not like or like ting ting tong tong oh my gosh that's awesome